Are we rolling? Yes. Oh, hi there. You didn't tell me, you old turkey. You tricked <laughs> me. Um, welcome to Community Service Podcast with Craig Conant. I'm staring off into oblivion because you know what it is. My calendar's over there. This comes out. Oh, we'll do another one. I fucked up. No, we won't. <laughs> What's the damn date? January 30th, San Francisco at Cobb's Comedy Club, followed by Florida. We got Naples and then Wesley Chapel near Tampa. So uh, come get these jokes, Naples, Florida, Wesley Chapel, and San Francisco, followed by Las Vegas. Tickets at CraigConnett.com. I love you all. You're just a bunch of silly willies, you know? <laughs> just keep, yeah, you know what it is. Hi. <laughs> we'll start right there. Hey, how are you? I was just taking some notes because I'm so prepared to record my own podcast. <laughs> Did you guys know this? I'm st I'm a studier. I always got my homework done early. I always was first in class. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking lying. <laughs> I didn't want to do the homework. What the fuck I got to do homework at home for? I'm already at school all day, eight hours. It's a prison system. That's what they're indoctrinating your children. They're brainwashing them. Oh, you got to trust everybody we say. Look, there's a guy. Listen to what he says. <laughs> go fuck, go fucking rat on your neighbor. But not wearing a mask outside by the ocean. Oh, can't you wait till it's like 2040 and you can't say hello to your neighbor? He spoke. <laughs> he breathed air. Shut him up. Send him to the gulags. Is that Russian? That's Russian. Gulag? Gulags. I don't know. He spoke against the grain. Fucking chop his nuts off. <laughs> Teach him how it's done. They're trying to shut up old Joe Rogan. My homie that doesn't know me. I'm just kidding. He gave me a hug once. He might know me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he know, he, he'd probably be like, hey, I know that guy. He, he may even know my name. Anyways. Uh... It's just so crazy to me. I mean, don't even get me started on this. Jesus Christ. They're just canceling fools. And he admitted he was wrong. He's like, oh, sorry. I was wrong. Yeah. And they're like, 163 doctors want Joe Rogan to be taken off Spotify for admitting he was wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you can't make a single mistake. In, oh, my God. In a three-hour podcast. In a three-hour podcast. He apologized said, I was wrong. I don't. So what's the fucking problem? Spreading misinformation by admitting he was wrong <laughs> with what he had said because he didn't. He fucking made an honest mistake because mm -hmm. he's a human being. But we can't have that. It's the age of the AI. Get that robot fucking roach cock out. <laughs> fucking, of course, we start the <laughs> podcast and they start mowing my lawn. I feel like they don't have a... A set time. No, because to... it's every time we record. Yeah. It does not matter. It's... What the? C'est <laughs> la vie. C'est la vous. <laughs> <laughs> what is that called? What is uh, that saying? C'est la vie. There's no second part? Uh, whatever will be, will be. And it's just C'est no, la vie. No, that's que sera. C'est la vie means, like, let it be, right? Like C'est la vie. Hey, Jose, you're killing me out there. <laughs> Why is his name Jose. I don't know. 
but I gave him a TV, so I'll call him whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, just great. Nothing like have hosting a podcast with no uh, form st- strategy. <laughs> What's that called? Structure. Shit. <laughs> no structure whatsoever. I have been getting every saying wrong. Say la vie means such is life. And there's no part two? That's la vie. life. Croutons are good. <laughs> <laughs> we invented them. Now suck my uncock French cock. <laughs> and eat my crouton, America. How many times Americans are like, you'd be speaking German if it wasn't for us. You're like, oh, really? We fought in the war. I was born in 84. <laughs> we can't say that. We, we didn't. We weren't. We weren't there. Everyone thinks the Blitzkriegs was tanks. It was horses. It was cavalry. I mean, it was predominantly cavalry. They had a lot of tanks, too. Don't get me wrong. But Is that World War Two? Two, Two, yeah. I'm a history buff. Well, at least that's what the YouTube documentaries taught me. Many researchers thought. What am I? I'm David Attenborough. <laughs> Attenborough. What's his name? Attenborough. There you go. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Many researchers. <laughs> Many researchers thought that the Blitzkrieg bop was by the Ramones, <laughs> but really, it was by the asshole Nazis. And it wasn't even fucking metal vehicles. It was. Four-legged marsupial animals. <laughs> <laughs> what is a marsupial? You ask me. I don't know. Is it the thing with the pouches? You gotta have a pouch. You gotta I have think. a pouch. Yeah. I think All horses, right, so horses are aren't marsupials. Equine. Equemini. <laughs> Equestrian. What's it called? Equ- Equestrian. Equestrian. See, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Welcome to the gibberish podcast. <laughs> what Craig Conant cannot say one word correctly. It's been getting worse, bro. I gotta. <laughs> I did cut back on the reefer. That's why it's getting worse. Is that why? Well, good thing I got a little. I got a little, look at like my little drug kit. Are we ever? Are we ever gonna grow up, Craig? Did that come with a matching flannel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have one that looks. I mean, it, I found it. I don't know if it oh. came with one, but I did my research on that. Let me tell you. I ate a bunch of vitamins on an empty tummy. That's why I had a wolf down an egg sandwich. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no. Now it just hurts because I, I put a lot of butter. <laughs> so I have a butter tummy egg on top of a vitamin tummy egg. Life is hard. What are you going to do? <laughs> How are you? What did you take? Tranquil mind? Uh, no. No, I have no, uh, I have, what was it called? Uh, just wellness formula. Um, Becca from Chatty Broads uh, told me to get it, and I listen. And the reviews are insanely delicious. I don't know why I said delicious. <laughs> did I ever tell you that story where this, I remember one time in grade school, we were playing handball, and, you know, we were picking on some kid, kid being ruthless, you know, as most six-year-old children's do. Let's mm-hmm. break a human being until they cry. <laughs> you know, we don't have empathy at yeah. that point. We don't know. When someone's shaking, that maybe you should back off. <laughs> and he was cussed, like this one kid cussed at 
I don't know. He we got him out and he called he was like so mad. He goes, he's like, screw you, you scrumptious delicious. I may have said that before, but I will never no. forget that. We just fell out <laughs> laughing. We're like You called him a scrumptious delicious and like we know you wanted to say like fuckhead, but you're like seven and you're scared, you know. <laughs> and he said that to a kid. You scrumptious delicious. What are they what are they hanging outside the will window? That kid could be a, like a cannibal. Kids are nuts. Thank God we grow up and learn empathy. Most of us. Yeah, this stuff's fantastic. Especially when you travel a lot. Wellness formula. That. that looks like a brand you got. Yeah. Like just the healthy stuff, you know. Boost the old uh, the old herbs and vitamins up in there. And nutraceuticals. 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 Have you had the new nutraceuticals? <laughs> Yeah, I travel a lot on the old airplane, so I'm always drinking a little immunity booster tea. This tour is going to be a lot easier. I need to get, I'm just smarter, and I've done it. Like you, you got to take things, you got to take care of yourself. I visited the cold this last <laughs> run. You guys, what are you doing over there? Move. No, it's actually quite beautiful. Okay, so like, Sadie and I were talking about that. Like a mild winter, like a like a Colorado winter, I can handle. Mm. You know, it's it's gorgeous. It's short lived. It's a season. These these Midwesters, you know, Minnesota, yeah. North Dakota, fucking <laughs> Wisconsin. What? What? Even uh even New York, like some areas. You got Canada. Your whole country. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking frozen, man. Holy shit. So I was in Philly. Philly was awesome. Philly was so dope. Philly, I love you. And uh, and then it was very cold there. I thought it was cold. And then I went to Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. What the fuck, Poughkeepsie? And they even said, like, they're like, oh, no, this is, like, cold, cold. It was, like, six degrees, but the air was, mm. had the wind chill thing. Yeah. Oh. I took... uh. They gave me a really nice hotel. It was like a king suite. Thank God, because I took one step outside, <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, no. I get it. The pain, like Philly wasn't even cold at all. That was the first time ever I traveled home, and it's like cold here, but I was like, I was in a t-shirt and shorts. Yep. So he's like, it's cold. I'm like, no, this is warm. <laughs> this is warm. I was in six degrees. Holy shit. It just hurts. I don't get it. I could I couldn't even fathom negative thirty because it we were almost at zero plus the little windy. I'm sure we were at zero or negative two. You ne negative thirty degrees with the wind chill of negative seventy because of the polar vortex. Mm. I'll just die. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go outside on purpose and just <laughs> roll over. Be like, I'm cool. I can't. You guys that live in the cold are nuts. You're tough. Or dumb, I can't tell you. Both, a little <laughs> bit of both, cause that shit ain't for the weak. Holy moly, I can't even. I can't even. I don't even know how to describe it. I just stayed in the hotel all day. That's once again. I'm glad I'm a little bit more mentally tough than the first uh, year, cause I just had, had done it before. But yeah. Oh, it's so cold. I'm just getting the willies thinking about it. Um, 
It was absolutely beautiful, though. Beautiful. I could not stop staring at the snow. I was with my buddy Jimmy McDonald, a very, very funny comic. He lives in uh, New York, upstate New York somewhere. And we... Uh, oh, let's talk about the gigs. So, Poughkeepsie was dope. There was one show. There's a couple tweakers. <laughs> oh, one show was rough. They just wouldn't shut the fuck up. I, I killed them with laughter, and then I asked politely, and they were just twacked out. Mm-hmm. And then I just said, you guys should leave now. And then it got weird, because, you know, that's <laughs> weird. But it's what it's like, dude, three strikes are out. I can only, they just were twacked out, man. You guys, if you're going to a comedy show, obviously, you know, to drink minimum, have your fun, but don't get twacked out. It's a fucking show, man. You gotta understand it. <laughs> you gotta hit, you gotta, they weren't even listening. They walked in late. They just were yapping, which was weird because they were yapping on, they were positive drunk hecklers. They were yapping <laughs> how they liked my jokes, but they're front row, <laughs> six feet away, completely halting and stopping all momentum constantly. To where I, I even try to bulldoze them, but they were just too loud. Bulldoze, I mean, just fucking steamroll them, and you just go faster. You don't let, you don't give it a second in between to give them a second and be like, ah, look, I love that job. Ah! <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing. I don't know how to handle it yet. A positive heckler when they're just shit faced. I'm just like, damn, man, get shit faced after the show. Start here. <laughs> god and then the the producer or owner of the club the guy handling facilitating he was awesome fucking love that dude he used to do wrestling and shit and manage like death metal bands and this and that <laughs> he's telling me stories and i'm like oh oh so it's like comedians are like milk compared to what you were he was telling me what the fuck was the band's name i think it was called anal blast <laughs> And he said he went, one of the guys went into a store and was like trying to put a can up his ass and like in the convenience store. And he said he quit the next day. He was like, um, I can't do this anymore. Cause he was like the tour manager, you know, yeah. handling these guys. And I'm like, you had to handle those guys. I think I'm nuts. And I was like, I demand four bottles of water. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, He's telling me stories about like this other death metal band. It wasn't anal blast, it was some sort of necrophilia shit. And he said they would, uh, from Sweden, they'd fly in and go to the local butcher shops and buy like carcasses and hang them on the set of their band. And like people would like bring them roadkill and the guy would staple it to his vest. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was very disturbing. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, hey, man, I'm about to go on stage. Can you stop telling me this? I want to cry now. I want to go home. <laughs> no, he was cool as shit. He was saying all the horror stories of why he had to get the fuck out. Because he loved metal and he loved wrestling. And uh, and he used to do wrestling and shit. And then he realized, you know, only so many stitches and back braces. You know, you just... It's rest. I thought comedy. There's worse rackets. <laughs> There's harder tours. Holy shit! He was telling me the the fucking wrestling circuit and the thing that these guys go through, on how they are just like on a constant, uh, pills, alcohol, 
because they hurt themselves, but they're not they're not in any union. They don't have health care. Yeah. It's just like it was so dark. And I already knew I've seen enough documentaries, but then just that was like with you know Jesse Ventura and I uh, know Jesse Ventura is the ex Navy he was Seal and wrestler and wrestler. I'm thinking of Jake the Snake. I saw that documentary on Jake the Snake, and it was the most saddest, realest, darkest, eye-opening shit. You're like, oh, and you were in, it. you were up at the top tier, and it still was that dark, even in the A leagues. And you know, you go down from there, you fucking, <laughs> the gardener's heckling me, positive heckler. Stop making my lawn look good, <laughs> bro. He was telling me story. That guy was cool as shit. Anyways, the tweaker. After I was yelling, now I'm going at him. He shut the fuck up finally. And then uh, I was selling my merch at the end, and he came up to give me a piece of his mind. And and the um the producer dude, his name was I, I fucked up. He didn't text me though. It was either Cal or Cam. I think it was Cal. Cal. I remember it was three letters. And uh, he saved me. He just, he was a big dude. And he's like, hey, man, you know, you're not going to talk to him, bro. And so he saved me. Good on you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. But next time, maybe fucking knock the tweaker out out the gate, bro. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I like three strikes, you're out. You know, I was a dumb, dumb, knucklehead, plastered, hammered motherfucker. I'm a fan. I played baseball, too. Three strikes, you're out. But I'll give you three. After that, get out. You twacked out. Your eyeballs aren't in your head. You're not coherent. You're ruining the show for everybody. That was this other smart ass motherfucker too. But I got him with laughter and shut him the fuck up. He reminded me of my dad actually. <laughs> I was doing my uh, my uh, finger in the booty joke, you know. And uh, he said he like raised his hand and said something like waiting. And I, and they got a laugh, but then I was like, oh, you know, I went at him. I don't remember what I said. I called him Robert Plant because he <laughs> had his curly hair. He just wants to be a comedian is what he is. But he's too big of a pussy to go do it. And I get it. I get it. It's absolutely terrifying. I wanted to die before my first set. But he was a comic. You know, he's waiting his hand to say something funny, and it was funny. But then I have a microphone, you know. So, <laughs> so he hit me with one. I hit him with three. And I told him to shut the fuck up, Robert Plant, or I'll bend you over. And it was awesome. I was like, oh, yeah. And it was just funny. Um, Yeah, if you want to do comedy, go do comedy. Don't go to a show and heckle. A lot of times it's what it is. It's either an asshole that's too drunk or a guy that thinks he's a comedian and possibly is, just never has done it, you know, depending on if he says what he says is funny. And... uh yeah, because, yeah, comics always think, you know, you're the class clown. Not all, but most. Most are the, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a quite a bit of extremely quiet and reserved shy comedians, which is baffling. And uh, a reality, there's a ton of them. You know, they're super shy off stage and quiet. But on stage, they're just a monster. That's how they said Robin Williams was. I never worked with him, but they said as soon as he hit the stage, he was larger than life. And once you got him in a room, he just became small and quiet. And, you know, he could turn it on at any moment because he was Robin fucking Williams, you know. Bow, 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 bow. But they said actually, you know, at the table, he, he was, uh, when he was 
calm Robin. He was very quiet and small and reserved and just peaceful. And, uh, you know, that was, I watched that documentary on him. Whoo, if you want to cry. If you want to cry. They're explaining all of his different personalities through all, you know, he was used to party and whatnot. So he might not have been so quiet and reserved (laughs) in the 80s when it was the cocaine era. You know, that was a little bit later. Rest his soul. What, uh, What documentary was it? I don't remember. I saw it on an airplane. It was done recently post uh, death, and it was explaining why he killed himself because he had an extreme, uh, severe case of dementia called, I believe, uh, Louis Body's syndrome, mm-hmm. and uh, basically no one knew, including himself. And it was there. That's what was so sad. That like the poor guy was basically being tortured by his own mind every single day, and he held on as long as he could, and like. In hindsight, when they showed his brain scans, they're like, oh, we don't even know how he functioned. Like, he wow. shouldn't have been able to walk and talk. Because they were feeding him. It's, he made movies to the very end. Yeah. And they would feed him lines. They knew something was off, but nobody knew what. And he even knew. He would just try to pull it off. And he did. I mean, what level of genius do you have to be to have complete it, extreme dementia louis bodies i don't even know if you watch the documentary they'll explain of how it's like dementia on steroids and crack i think you hallucinate yeah uh voices things like all that. of it just just worst nightmare on earth and this guy's just holding it together and making movies while basically being tortured in his own mind i'm just like damn and uh it's a beautiful documentary and his uh, latest wife spoke on him. And it was good. Check it out. I don't want to talk about it. I cry. I love him. It took me years before I could watch Mrs. Doubtfire again. I, I couldn't watch any of his movies for like three years. I was like, nope. <laughs> I watched like two the day he died. And I just like cried during both of them. I just buried that. I was like, not yet. I'll deal with that later. Have you seen Awakenings? Not probably since i was a kid is that when he's in the mental hospital he's yeah he's a doctor in like a coma ward and robert de niro is wakes up from a coma after like 40 years and is used to be a kid when he went into the coma oh my god it's a good movie i gotta check that out some of his best works is his serious dramatic yeah Yeah. i just watched goodwill hunting in poughkeepsie so six fucking degrees (laughs) and i was like looks like i'm watching movies all day I did work, though. I was proud of myself because sometimes I'll just get dark and depressed and masturbate two to four times <laughs> and uh, not do anything. But I did work. I worked on organizing mature and shit and uh, writing. and um, What else? I exercised not very much, but I did stuff. You know, it's hard. It's hard. How are these people so tough in the brain? This guy just mows lawns for four hours. Is it coming in? Can they hear this shit? I'm just constantly. Yeah, it's going to be light in the background. For for the light lawnmower in the bathroom, just letting y'all know it is not light in this room. (laughs) It is shaking the fucking walls. Yeah. Um, Philly, Philly, Philly. God bless you. Poughkeepsie, a couple tweakers. One, someone stole a hoodie. But the shows were dope. And uh, I had a blast. Poughkeepsie, you weren't as cool as Philly. (laughs) You stole my hoodie.
I knew one was going to disappear. And I, as I was putting shit away, I was like, what happened to the one I opened and laid on the table for display? And then we looked around. I'm like, interesting. Maybe it was one of the two tweakers. I don't think so. <laughs> Somebody got me, though. Oh, my God. So I took the train. I took the train from Philly to... Poughkeepsie. Sorry, it's all a blur when you hit three, four cities, you know? And, uh, so I, you know, I'm not from around there. I'm just GPSing it, figuring shit out. And my homie, uh, Jimmy is in like New City or somewhere near there. So I was like, oh, I'll take a train to him and then we'll ride up to Uncasville because he's on the shows. And then so I buy the train ticket. And I don't even realize. I'm telling the lady at the ticket booth, I'm like, I need to get New City or Poughkeepsie. And uh, and then she just goes, oh, I get you uh, to this station. That's near New City. And then I was like, okay, cool. So on the train ride up, by the way, trains are awesome. Trains are fucking awesome. Why aren't they more trains across, high-speed trains across the country? Like, how can we figure this out? It's way, it's way cooler than a plane. You don't get that cabin head pressure, yeah. way more room. Um, larger bathrooms you could destroy, you know, the good <laughs> stuff. And uh, they have sleeper cars too that I did not get. And you could sleep, basically a train, a coach train seat is the equivalent to a first class. It is massive. Nice. It is massive. It is bigger than Comfort Plus on Delta. And so I got my train ticket and you know, they do the, they check your train like old school and they stamp it and they put the little ticket up there. It's kind of fun. You're like, am I in the Wild West? Is Billy the Kid going to jump out and rob me? I should have wore a, a dress. I don't know. You know, they're always like this. And, the, and uh, so I fall asleep. And then on the way up, I I'm I wake up and wait, I didn't fall asleep yet. And then uh, so they say like uh, this stop was my stop, you know. Uh, new city near new city i don't remember the city's name and then the next stop was poughkeepsie and i was like wait why am i gonna get off have this fool pick me up at a train station to then drive me to poughkeepsie i'll just stay on one more stop you know and i dropped like 80 on the plane i mean train ticket so i was like oh like how are they gonna know i'm going one you know i paid for 11 stops what's the 12th what's one more cut to i'm asleep they stop the train. I wake up, and then and then they're like, "Craig," and and or like I felt like she said my name, I'm like "Yeah," and then they're like, "Oh, you didn't pay to go to the next stop." And I was like, "How the fuck do they know that? There's no assigned seating. There's no there's no, you know." Mm -hmm. And I was just like, and I felt like such an asshole. And technically, I was trying to get off on the system, but not like I didn't plan that. It just yeah. kind of was like, "Oh shit, I'll just stay on. Let me text Jimmy." Like no, right? It wasn't like calculated i'm gonna rip them off for 18 <laughs> bucks and then i was just i don't understand it and i told jimmy what happened he's like yeah we used to just do as teenagers do half fares and just stay on and if mm -hmm. you got caught you're like, oh i'm sorry i'll get off and he's like we never got caught like not once like as teenagers 30 trips to the city you know and i was like yeah immediately i was just like how did you know like i'm asleep there's no name there's no assigned seating it's sit it's like, how did they find me? I don't get it. What about the ticket they punched? Where was that? I moved seats too, which adds to the oh. confusion. So 
as soon as you get on, they check your ticket. And then I don't think they checked it again. And then, but for some reason they caught me and I was just like, I mean, I'm willing to pay. I was like, oh yeah, here, here's 20 bucks. And like, you got a credit card? And like, yeah, oh yeah, here. And they had to call it in. And I was like, dude, I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was that big a deal to go one extra stop. Did they stop the train because of you? It was a stop, but they absolutely held it up until they found me and woke me up. And then I was, and then everyone's looking at me angry. <laughs> they held it up. Sorry, I didn't. I I for sure delayed the uh, train, but I did not stop it. It was like a stop. Yeah. Oh, but they. Oh, oh yeah. They. Oh, there was some hairy eyeballs staring at me, man. I delayed it at least five to ten minutes. Oh damn. I know. And I was just like, here, take the card. Do what you got to do. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, here's cash. They're like, oh, we don't take cash. I was like, just put it in your pocket and shut up, lady. Let me, you want 20 bucks? Like, I don't give a fuck. Everyone, just skim the system. We get booty fucked by all these systems. It seems weird to have it be like a, a per stop price. Like just, you're yeah. on the train. Oh, you yeah. pay to get on the train. You get off the train when the train gets where you're going. Why can't it be like that? It also that? only went two more stops, too. Yeah. And then, like, went back. I was like, it doesn't matter. Anyways, I just could not believe it. That I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I still don't get it. How did they get me? <laughs> I was asleep. Somebody ratted me out. That looks like a Craig. <laughs> Look at that dirty hippie. He ripped off a mouth. He ripped him off. It wasn't even intentional. Oh, fuck Texas Roadhouse barbecue too. That chain sucks. It was the only thing walkable from the old hotel in Poughkeepsie. They were, and it was like point three miles, like three blocks. And I walk in as if I just scaled Mount Everest. Just like, oh. <laughs> And then I was like, one, please. And then they yelled at me to put my mask on. When they, there's 300 people behind the, I know it's the law, but you know. This is a huge restaurant packed. And uh, literally uh, six, oh, the workers are wearing it. But like, there's six people in the lobby wearing it. And then 200 plus people <laughs> eating, not wearing it. And I'm just like, all right, yeah, I'll put it on. You're going to give everybody... It's just the way they tell you to do it, you know, when they act yeah. like you're the asshole. I know I talked about it, but it happened again. And I'm just like, oh, I'm like, look behind you. It doesn't matter. And they just said it doesn't work on the fucking TV. This little, <laughs> little lady, little lady that works for, oh, my God. Anyway, so they yelled at me for that. That's not why I'm really mad. Yeah, that's obviously, hey, how are you? Put your mask on. I'm, Oh, you tell that. What about two twelve behind you, huh? Yeah, and uh, but then they 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 uh, they said like, you want to sit at the bar? I was like, can I get a table? And they're like, we'll sit you at the bar. And I was like, I was like, what? And then I sat at the bar, and they're like, I don't want to sit at the bar. I want a booth. I'm just stare at liquor alone in Poughkeepsie cold. <laughs> I don't want to sit at the fucking bar. You're just fucking tempting me, man. I'm pretty strong, but there's a couple moments where I'm like, like a delayed flight, I just look at a bar, you know? <laughs> or six degrees, it's cold and I'm lonely on the road, and you won't let me have a booth? Yeah, that's another moment where I'm like, so then I sit at the bar and I ordered, and I was like, hey, can I sit at that booth? Like, that's four feet away from the bar? Yes, but you gotta put your mask on when you walk there. <laughs> it's four feet. 
You got to be safe. You got to save the city. And then, uh, yeah. And then she said, no, well, not that one. And then I was just like, I hate you guys. But then she said, how about that one? You know, I was like, okay. <laughs> Fuck off. How about the booth, two booths away from the booth that you wanted to sit at? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, fine. I'll sit there. And then I moved there. And then I asked for a pink burger, medium, medium rare, at a steakhouse. And they fucking overcooked it. You're a steakhouse. I want worms like my cats. <laughs> Give me my fucking worms. I want salmonella. I know how to live, baby. I don't want no gray burger. I don't want your little your little fucking charcoal carne asada American burger. Carne asada is good overcooked. That's the only meat I like overcooked. And uh, they overcook it because of the worms, and they want to get rid of the parasites. It's uh, you know something we don't we don't know. <laughs> Maybe we do. We probably do. We just don't know. There's probably tons of worms in our shit, America. Um, yeah. And they fucked my burger up. They wouldn't let me sit in the booth. They made me stare at liquor. And they told me to wear my mask for six feet in a room where there's 200 plus people not wearing a mask. This giant restaurant. Giant packed restaurant. Keep obeying, motherfuckers. Oh, you got to wear your mask. You're outside at the beach by yourself. There's no one around. But we got a drone that'll rat you out. <laughs> Put your mask on. You're going to get a ticket. You're endangering the sand crabs. It's for your safety. We don't give a fuck about your happiness or mental health. We never told you once to go outside, get some sun, exercise, and eat organic. Ah. Sorry. I'm just over it, you know? Mm -hmm. Over the insanity and absurdity of some of these policies. Memes will save the world. Memes will. I think. I like them. Comedian memes. I love them. You've seen them floating around. Um, I'm going to share one. I won't say the word because we'll get flagged because of the fucking AI sex robots. You know? <laughs> Where the hell was it? My buddy Jamar Neighbor shared it. I don't think he created it though. But, uh, oh, I think I saw it. Yeah, it went viral because it's so true. The three. Um, God, Jamar's funny as fuck. I'm looking for Jamar. I go to explore page. It's either fat asses or kittens, and I get pulled <laughs> into both. Did they delete it? Did they flag him? Oh, my God. Did they? It's gone. Oh, there it is. Never mind. Psych. All I um, we'll share the link to it. It's a it's a lovely meme uh, by the original creator of it. The fuck I care, and it said, "All I'm saying is that if I got three polio wax, you know what wax is, in a year, and still got polio, I'd start asking some questions." <laughs> I mean, it's just fucking common sense at this point. Uh, fucking weird times, y'all. But keep your mouth shut and obey.
and it got weird. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like talking about it. I ain't, I can't take the hit. Rogan can take the hit. <laughs> I can't take the hit. You know, I would love to speak my true feelings in mind, but I'll I'll just get shadow banned and disappear off the internet, like so many of my fellow peers have, and. It just sucks, you know? You're just like, fuck. You can't even ask questions. You can't voice your opinion. I mean, growing up, I was taught that science was open-minded discussions. Uh, you're allowed to be like, oh, wait, you know? Uh, fucking, you're allowed to ask questions without just being written off like an absolute lunatic. <laughs> I mean, most of us just truly don't understand the shit, you know? And then a lot of it doesn't add up, so you're just like, well, I don't understand this out the gate, and what you're saying doesn't make any fucking sense, but now I'm a crazy person. It's like, how many doctors and nurses are crazy, you know? Anyways. Anyways, let's go back to fun stuff. <laughs> Help me out. What did I just, what did I do? Did I shit my pants? Nope. 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 Well, today's another day. <laughs> we can change that. All right, let's get out of the cocoa talk. Nobody wants to talk about that. It rules our fucking life. I will say this though. So me and the comics and Poughkeepsie, me, Jimmy, and uh, TJ. Let me look up his last name. Forgive me, TJ. Um, TJ Francis. That guy's funny as shit. I thought he was a lot. Uh, it's he was hosting, and I just assumed I was like, "Oh, this guy's good." You know, he must be you know five, seven, eight, you know, some years in. And then I was like, "How long have you been doing?" He's like two, three years. And I was like, "Oh shit!" I did not have any of the hosting chops you had <laughs> at that far in, because hosting is just really, really hard. You got to cold open the show, make it all love and the energy right, make them laugh when people are tweaking or parking or arriving late ordering drinks is very very difficult anyways he was hilarious and we all had a good time and we went the whole weekend without speaking about the old coco that's rare you know we we're just talking shit having fun it wasn't until like the third day and the long car ride and most of the car ride with jimmy where we finally talked about it and we were like yeah i'm so sick of this shit man as as most of the world is and it's just comforting to know that that's most of us. We're all just sick of it. We're like, fucking fuck off. We're all about to break here. We're going to fracture all mind, bodies, and soul. You know? <laughs> People are going nuts. And in some areas of the country, it's just, it doesn't exist. You know that? I mean, it exists, but like they don't, it's, they go, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, we don't understand what a lockdown is. I'm like, oh, you guys are just living life, having fun, being free. Meanwhile, in L.A., fucking 65% of mom and pops are gone. But don't forget your Prime membership. Did you? Did I talk about the uh, NPR news? Oh fuck it, we're just going full dark. <laughs> we're going full dark. No, I like to listen to all news outlets because I like to see how much bullshit they're peddling on all sides to see like how they're just plotting us against us. And NPR is 
maybe it's still pretty corrupt, but it's the last hope of some honest, uh, un uh, money influence pressed, uncorporatized press. And they were they did an article on Amazon, and I was like, Amazon got caught meddling with the union vote, and there there was substantial evidence. Mm-hmm showing that Amazon interfered and blocked the vote for them to become union. Oh my God. Amazon, it is four pennies for you to have a better quality of life for thousands of human beings. Just a little healthcare, a little dental, a little optical, little little life insurance, take care <laughs> of your family, a livable wage to provide a home for you and your ninos. But we're monsters, and it's unforgivable. And we would vote against that. I don't want to fix my son's teeth. <laughs> Fuck that kid. It's my money. I want Amazon to get it. Oh, my God. They might have spent that much money rigging things, That's too. That's I don't I don't know. They understand. had, like, fake ballot boxes around for people to put their, like, union vote in. And the stuff. level of corruption. Just in a... In a, in a, in a, in a in a corporation vote, you know, I mean, it's a pretty large corporation, but still, like, that's not even a government, you know, yeah. po- politics. All sides claiming corruption on that, and I truly believe that. I think all sides are trying to cheat and corrupt the election, and uh, the best side wins. That's what I think. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah. Um, it's also funny that for four years we heard about, first of all, Trump's a piece of shit, but also... Biden, you know, that's how I stand. Fuck them both. And uh, for four years, they claimed that Trump was cheating, and it might be true. But then all of a sudden, after the fact, there's uh, real evidence that Facebook helped old fucking Sleepy Joe. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, yeah. But that got four seconds of press. And uh, the other one ran for four years straight. Mm-hmm. Once again, fuck all parties. I'm a huge fan of um, fuck the the whole politic political system. It's just like they're all bought and paid for. I'm a fan of George Carlin. They're all on the take, mofos. Anyways, oh man, how do I get out of this? It's just so <laughs> rampant in our world. It's like every day it's a new thing. It's just so crazy. It's like when are we going to wake up and be like, we're tired of this shit. How about just some fairness? But things are better. You're able to go tour and have your shows. And I mean, they're, a couple got canceled for... Yes, yes. It's for sure better than that peak point lockdown. But people... I It takes its toll on human beings. Right, You sure. can tell audiences yeah. are changing. They either succumb to fear and they're just scared of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, also, things are just a little woke. A little... Which is good to a certain extent for human rights yes awesome bad for uh comedy clubs yeah. get the fuck out of here with that what <laughs> <laughs> last i checked the jokes we ain't serious um yeah it's just a odd it's a odd and sometimes it's the reverse it's like so fire because people are so fed up with that yeah. shit and you can say anything and i'm like well that's almost not necessarily good too <laughs> uh it's, yeah, I think the pendulum is in a lot of places is swinging the other way already. Yeah, because people are st- just 
fed up. Yeah. Fed up. And then they go over here and it's like, oh man, I don't want that. I just, you know, it's fucking wild, weird times. I just don't like how you just get brushed off as a loon for questioning anything at all. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, why can't we ask questions? Yeah, that's definitely a part of science. And true science, when it's being properly conducted, asks a lot of questions. Oh, yeah, a million questions. And then they'll come back 10 years later with even more questions. And it's just, oh, let's reevaluate that study. They're always having breakthroughs on all sorts of shit. All of the time. But not this one. Not this time. That's the other science we did. Uh. Yeah, it annoys me because I like, I'm a science guy. And then now science is so political that people who say like, follow the science aren't doing that. Yeah. And so that like, now I can't talk about science without sounding like a, you know, a Puritan. And I don't like talking about it because I'm a dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but then you just see like patterns and you're just like, oh. Okay, he lied right there. He lied right there. Or it changed. It changed. Can't even say that. You know? Yeah, from the beginning, there should have just been this... I mean, people don't like when the facts change or like when we learn something new and it changes how we think about, you know, last week we said it was this. This week we found out it's this. People start to think you're lying to them. And sometimes you are, but sometimes truly science evolves as you go. And it changed, yeah. Yeah, that's true too. It's like, oh shit, we discovered this. But My they, bad. They're so afraid to change it, or yeah, some stuff they won't change. They'll like, they'll ride this, you know, restaurants wear your mask when you're standing, you know, what? take it off the minute you sit down. Never made sense. Still doesn't make sense. Still mm-hmm. very much a, a policy everywhere. Yep. Hmm. So it's. It's important to have nuanced discussions. Yeah. That's how we that's how we stay uh, sane. Yeah. Yeah. And uh my whole shit is you do you, man. If you want if you want to wear it all the time, go for it. If you don't, go for it. It's been two years, y'all. And it ain't got better with these stupid cloth masks. But if you want to buy one, I'm getting some made. <laughs> <laughs> People ask me for them. I stopped making them because I just hate them. But then I'm like, I tell, oh, we won't need these anymore. <laughs> Here we are. I was like, well, maybe I'll make some masks. It's a good little low price point thing. You know, they don't want to buy a hoodie. You want to buy a quality pimp ass hoodie. You get a little teeny mask. You can make sleep masks. Sleep apnea masks? No, just like the cover your eyes so you don't. I don't think those will be a big seller. <laughs> Probably not. I don't think there's too many people being like, you got any loosey-goosey eye bag covers? Help me with my saddlebags. <laughs> I order 100 and sell two. <laughs> my I mom and my aunt. <laughs> ad, yeah, advertising to, you know, in your bed. I threw my notes away and I wasn't even done reading them. Isn't that hilarious? No, it's all right. I was like, what was the last one? Mexico. So my family's going on a family trip to Mexico City. And I 
am dreading it because there's too many of us. It's going to be a logistical nightmare. <laughs> We're rolling like 22 deep. <laughs> I've, well, I've First of all, I love my family. I want to go to Mexico City, and I love Mexico City. But I'm like, there's too many. How are we going to organize this? What is going to happen? We need to rent a school bus just straight up for plus my Mexican clan in Mexico. Oh, forget it. <laughs> oh, it's just too many of us. Just literally us trying to organize a dinner. It's like, how, who can we have a table for 33, please? It's just like this. The only way that works is like you go to a resort and you all stay at the resort. Yeah. It's all and it's like, and then that's that like the city and then trying to go to the pyramids and then, uh, Valle de Bravo, you know, like carp, like, I'm just like, oh no. I'm like, this is going to be, I'm going to need to smuggle marijuana in. I'm just going to be like, I'll fucking kill you guys. <laughs> but hey, let's go to this. You know, nothing will be easy. And, and just sheer, like, I don't even know how many cars, like we just have to just go and it's a lot of Ubers. Yeah, I'd like to order six Ubers, please. I know it's just I was just like wait, I was counting this out I was like that's too many <laughs> that's too many I don't know how we're gonna pull it off I how do you travel in large groups you don't that I think you you hit it with the bus like you, you gotta really do a, need... a bus and like you have to have an itinerary and be like this is what we're doing yeah get on the bus at noon otherwise it's just utter you can't be like, what do you want to do today? Nineteen <laughs> different things, you know. I'd probably be a eat tacos out of all of us. Best tacos, best. Oh my god, I'm so excited. It's weird how you instantly cross the border and get diarrhea. I'm not even exaggerating. You saw my farts <laughs> yeah, in Mexico I video. Uh, we crossed, landed. I ate the tacos, farted eighty nine times in <laughs> twenty four hours. Made for great content, <laughs> but I, I, I it's used. I'll put the link. Farts in Mexico. It's my favorite content I've ever made. Why it doesn't have a million views, I don't know. <laughs> I was just farting on my family, and then they all were mad at me, yelling at me, and then it finally passed me, and then it went bam, got my cousin, bam, got my mom. Like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yo, Montezuma's revenge is coming. That's a real thing, man. It's weird how the food and produce is healthier in Mexico, but the especially Mexico City, the smog is so bad. It's I believe it's the number one traffic in the world, and it's up there with pollution. And the pollution is because you're just in a bowl, you're mm -hmm. in a valley, and they have the world's worst traffic. And uh, you'll just get like a canker sore on your gums. And I thought just because of the smog and i thought it was like oh i just get canker sores now but no it was like i go to mexico get it and then i fly home and it goes away <laughs> like two three times now it's just weird what your body uh can get used to like just look at alcohol and drugs you get people on them for 20 30 40 years and then you take them off they die isn't yeah. that weird yeah the body goes into shock it's it's just uh crazy how our bodies adapt to pollution and or drugs and alcohol and certain poisons and and it's just a trip you just you just get used to it it's like we're i swear we're like fucking cockroaches we'll never go extinct we'll just have some nuclear fucking kid with canker sores like, 
the water's warm. Come on in. I don't know why he had that accent. <laughs> hiya, hiya. <laughs> this little kid from Chernobyl. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's me and the nuclear wolves. That's how they sound in Chernobyl, right? Yep. <laughs> this is a dark one, but with a smile. I'm in Chernobyl. <laughs> Did you watch that uh, HBO series? That was one of the best series I've ever seen in my life. I haven't watched it yet. It was so good. The acting in it is so good. Oh, my God. And it's absolutely terrifying because it really fucking happened. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, no, this like is can't. And then like, I'm Googling all the facts. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's worse. It's just a there's just a no go zone for 300 square miles or whatever it is. Just uh just no life zone. No one. Ugh. Can't we just go organic already? That was a fucking water car. I know I keep talking about it, but I can't stop thinking about it. Every time I get in a petrol gas car, I'm like, that was a water car. The shit is rigged, y'all. The shit is rigged. Listen to some George Carlin. Listen to some Bill Hicks. Get a lot of machine guns and take to the street. I'm joking. These are jokes. Now they're going to raid my home. <laughs> Fucking jokes. Well, running on empty. Should I smoke some dope? Yeah. Yeah? I cut back substantially. I had to. I hit my head on the door. <laughs> I love that that was the thing. Did I cut back? <laughs> I'm such an addict. For like three days. Like this is me cutting back. No, I didn't cut back on the road because the homie. Oh, Toasty Tom. How did I forget? This motherfucker. This guy's badass. This guy came to Governor's last year. He's a wrestler, dude. He smoked me out after the show. And then he was buying a t-shirt off me. He's like, I got you a pot brownie. <laughs> and then I and then it's this square thing in the foil. And I was like, what's the milligramage, bro? And he was so funny. He gave me a me answer. Which is not even a me, it's just every stoner ever. He's like, I don't know, man. Just eat the shit. <laughs> and I was like, I fucking love you, bro. I respect that. He's like, it's homemade, dog. He's like, the tin had a half ounce in it. I couldn't tell you. He's like, start off with a corner. And see where it goes from there. And I was like, are you me, man? Because that's like sounded like everything I would say. And then of course I ate half of it and uh slept till noon and woke up to the hotel going, Are you checking out? And I was like, Oh shit. It's in the gargoyle. Like, Can I get a half hour, please? I gotta just wash my eyes. <laughs> They're like, Yeah. And then uh yeah, Toasty Tom. What was the point of that? Uh other than me just talking about his weed brownie. Did I cut back? I thought I did until he gave me that brownie. Yeah, I tagged him on the gram. Old Toasty Tom. And then he's buying a t-shirt. And I was like, man, he gave me a fucking brownie, bro. I was like, you can have it. God bless, sir. And uh, that's what's up. Because I, only, I only brought two joints, you know. Only flew in with two joints. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> it's a comedy. It's 
It's for comedy. Don't search my bags. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, okay, two joints for four days. That's me coming back, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, I smoked them all the first day. <laughs> and then I had nothing. <laughs> no, I, I split it up. And I was running low. And then I'll toasty Tom for the rescue. Yeah, how often do people give you stuff after the show? Every show. <laughs> Some girl gave me a vape pen. God bless her soul. I was hitting that on the train. <laughs> I ain't paying for Poughkeepsie. <laughs> God bless you, woman. Yeah, Philadelphia was so fun. And then, uh, how much did I smoke? Did I cut back? I don't know who's watching. God is. <laughs> um, I did in the sense to where, like, I stopped doing wake and bake. I mean, this is, like, we're at, like, five days in of my so-called cutback, folks. This is why they say it's a wet and slippery slope. I know it's just marijuana, and most of you are keep chief and Craig. And you're right to a certain extent, but I like it when I use it correctly and like a medicine, and it's happy juices, and it's for purposes, not, like to depend on it for everything that's when i hate it and not that i depend on it it's just like a mental crutch oh i should do i should yeah oh i'm driving six feet to the post office i better smoke a joint <laughs> no no man <laughs> but i'm weak you know <laughs> i just yes and life you know i just like big titties fat asses marijuana drugs coffee sugar Adrenaline, you know. What am I gonna say? No. What am I gonna say? No. <laughs> Fuck off, man. God put me here to smile and enjoy life. Nice. Chee-chees. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Mm-hmm. How long have we been rolling there, soldier? Just about an hour. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Didn't mean to get too dark out there, but you know what it is. It's just the way of the world right now. And you get yelled at at a few restaurants on the road, and then you do other cities, and then they're like, come on in. You could bear back my daughter. <laughs> Cough in her face. And I'm like, what is going on? Why is that restaurant offering their daughter? And These are jokes, folks. These are jokes. And then the other is like, don't put your fucking face in my I'll kill you. I'll kill your kids. Put your shit on. You're just like, oh my god. As I, I think that's what's more. Well, as time progresses, you get more angry. But as you visit different cities, then it's different in every single city and every single store, and none of it makes sense. So you know it's not for your greater good. And uh, also gas too. <laughs> gas is so cheap in other states, and it is six dollars in West Hollywood right now. My man Tony Baker, who is so funny. God damn, Tony Baker, you're so funny. I watch your shit every day. His voiceover work and stand-up on every... That motherfucker, everything, that guy is sharp. Jesus. His his uh, social media, silly goofs of him voiceovering animals, I cry every time, man. It's so funny. And then his stand-up is the beast. Why was I bringing him up? $6 gas. Oh, because he posted a photo and it was... Five ninety nine and like six oh three off of like 
Beverly and Wilshire or some shit in Hollywood or Beverly Hills. That seems a little high. It's like five bucks. Yeah. That is Beverly Hills, WeHo, the, at the pinnacle of the pricing. But even, you know, in the hood, it is still $5. Yeah. Barf. I don't want to turn Republican. <laughs> it are pushing help. me against a wall. It won't help. Nothing helps. Oh, no. They're all schmucks. Anyways, positive. Keep it positive. Let's go back to the light, Craig. Don't shake your head at gas prices and getting yelled at for trying to breathe <laughs> air. And you show it. Yeah. Anyways. What else is positive? Oh, Uncasville. I thought I was. I thought the show was going to get canceled. Uncasville, Connecticut showed up and uh, that show was fire. So much so that they immediately offered me a full weekend in June. And uh, I think we all were surprised of how many people showed up to that show. Me, the show, the club, because they gave me a little extra money, which is extremely rare and unheard of. Let me tell you, usually they're on the other spectrum. <laughs> Well, it was at capacity, and uh, people were standing in the back, but uh, you didn't sell out, Craig. And you're like, weird. The website said sold out. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's funny at some clubs and uh, not so funny at others. Anyhow, I'm happy to have the work, God. I love being ripped off. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, they were awesome because it was a casino gig on a sunday generally speaking those are quite brutal because uh, it is sunday it's you know maybe saturday night that's cracking not so much sunday and just casinos usually uh, a lot of comps people just lost all their money the casino's like ooh, sorry you lost your mortgage and your wife's gonna leave you but here's two free tickets to craig conant <laughs> go enjoy the show so that's kind of at, at in, in a lot of casinos you know a lot of comps um and uh yeah it was fucking awesome and all me and the homie jimmy he he drove drove us back bro that was dangerous we drove back in a storm a snowstorm mm. and it was like through different parts of it so it was like snow in one part rain in another icy everyone's going like 35 on the freeway and just you know, some people are just driving with hazards on. I was like, oh, people do do that. <laughs> I was trying to set the trend over here because I learned that in Mexico City last time me and my family went. And, uh, yeah, and we got to these certain parts where he was like, this is a bit sketchy. And, like, I'm like, he lives there. He's you know, born and raised. I'm like, hey, man, like, what are we, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? And, uh, and it was just back roads, and he was saying certain parts of the back roads were taken over by certain uh, communities. I don't know how to say this without just sound. I'm part Jewish, so I can say this. Uh, uh, he said certain blocks were uh, bought up by Hasidic Jewish people, and uh, they turned their homes into a place of worship, which is true. And because of that, they don't pay taxes on their home for whatever reason, some religious loophole, good on you, smart, I love that, respect that. But then because they don't pay certain taxes, they don't get snow plowed 
because taxes pay for that. And then that was, you know, he lived in certain streets. He would be like, look, this is a street we have to go down and no, no plow touches it. You see them go by, you know, and then, that, <laughs> and then you just, and so we're at a little hill and where it's not, you know, and he, uh, he says, uh, yeah, this is a bit dicey, man. <laughs> Might be ice. And, but his home's on the other side. And we're, 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 I'm just staring at him and just, he just goes for it just so slow, just basically just rolling down the hill and we're fine. But then he told the story of some extremely similar uh, uh, incident happening with him and his pops. He said he had hockey practice like super early, 5, 6 a.m. And they're on top of a hill and his dad's just parked up there. And then uh, he's like, Dad, I got, let's go. I got to get to practice. He's like, we're not going to make it. Because he said at the bottom of the hill, like right here, you have to make a left turn to the ice pond hockey rink, whatever it was. And and his dad was just like, we're not going to make it. And he's like, what are we going to do? Stay up here all day? I got to go. And then he goes, all right. And he just rolls down the hill. And then he turns left at like four miles per hour. You know, and the wheels just go and he just goes mm. he's like i told you we weren't gonna make it <laughs> i'm just laughing he's like damn he's like you crash into the bank embankment but it's at four miles per hour so it, no one you know usually never gets hurt and i was like damn that is shit and the snow is so beautiful it's absolutely mesmerizing i was staring at it like i stare at fire i couldn't stop i was just like a kid in a candy store just just billowy just and he got like a foot and I woke up to a foot of snow and I'm like, fucking, a footprint. Look at the footprint. Like, so happy. Like, because I've really only visited real snow like three, four times. Big Bear doesn't count. Like, driving up to snowboard, driving home. Uh, maybe more, but as I think of it. But, like, I've been to real snow like a half dozen times. Not enough time. It's still magical every single time. Like, I'm like, who cares? It's snow. Like, I'm almost that way with the beach. Who cares? I live here. No, I can't. It's so beautiful. I'll still take the long way home to drive along the coast. I mean, long way. It had seven minutes. That's how I got here today, yeah. It's so nice. It never gets old. I'll do it at night, too, just because I can see the moon reflection over the water, and nice. I know what it is. And I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's fucking nature is so beautiful. That's how we'll end this. Nature. No, you know what? I think I'm going to go take a quick hit. <laughs> a quick hit and then come back and see how silly we could get right. or dark and quiet <laughs> we'll find out do i have any shows tonight no okay i've been waiting till after the shows that's why i hit my head i gotta get high, I gotta get high. <laughs> i'm gonna take a quick puff and a pp break and we'll be back with some silly willy uh keep your head up sorry about all the cocoa talk but it's just fucking uh still in our goddamn lives we'll keep it positive and come back with some silly willy. I love you all. Be right back. Okay, pee pee. And we're back. I took one fat hit and I don't even feel high yet. That's the problem. I'll take one fat hit and it'll be four seconds later. Be like, I don't feel high. I better take another <laughs> fat hit. And uh, still waiting for it to kick. Yeah, I love drugs. It's not a drug, it's a plant. First of all, this is funny. Herschel plaid drug kit. Love drug kits. But I forgot to say all the things. Thanks to people and the free gifts. The High Society. So this little lighter cover right here. Kind Smokes. I forgot. Thank you. They they gave me this. High Society gave me this. It's got a little. So you, dude. I'm. It's got a toker poker. You know. 
stoners you get a little this is given to me by a fan in canada i love i love my fans <laughs> look at all this free weed so you don't gotta put your thumb in there you don't put your finger in there you don't get resin you know old uh you know blackface is taboo black fingers taboo too you don't want black <laughs> finger you know what i'm saying so it's got this little thing you go like this you go like that right there you take a little hit of the, i hit it in here bro sadie lady <laughs> like oh nice ass nice ass she's hot and uh no i love sadie my lady but let me smoke dope in the house woman what's your problem <laughs> and then thank you who gave me this that was some sort of earring i just uh for sadie i think but i put marijuana in it you know because yeah, i have glass containers but glass on glass oh yeah it's bad glass on glass crime and then i got a little drug druggy for the cocaine i'm just <laughs> kidding this for wax thank you zips pinks runts hybrid sugar oh no wonder i love it it's almost empty damn it what happened to my concentrate but waxy waxy this is for scooping wax not cocaine no narcotics you know the rules if god didn't make it don't take it and god didn't make it in a laboratory in columbia let me tell you is that wax natural Oh, shut up, Chris. <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, but it's natural. No, that's a good point. Well, I do know this. When I first started on the wax years ago, it was bad. It was cut with petrochemicals. You could feel it. Yeah. You could feel it. Now it's supposedly much cleaner, and they don't do it that way. I mean, I'm sure some do for sure. You want to go in with the high-end waxes. That one, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Tastes good to me. <laughs> Tastes good to me. But the proper ones, they do it in like ice and water or some shit, and there's no petrochemicals. So there is a clean way to process marijuana to make concentrates. Um, and then thank you to the Growers Club for all these... Whoops. <laughs> Wrong way. Isn't this cool? That is cool. This is so cool. I'm going to roll me a joint on this today. And then I'm going to smoke it today. <laughs> oh, stickers. They give me stickers, too. See, I love stickers. Fucking child. Am I ever going to grow up? Do I want to? No, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to put stickers on my filing cabinet. I limited it to one thing because I can't ruin my dresser because I'm a fucking adult. <laughs> if you have a sticker, a dresser, and you're over 30... A dresser? If you have a sticker, a dresser... I'm like a cotton mouth. <laughs> <laughs> if you have stickers on a wood dresser and you're over 30... Come on, man. Okay, 35. <laughs> I'm a late bloomer. You can't be over 35 with stickers on your fucking wood dresser. That's high school shit. Put it on a metal filing cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> to each their own. It doesn't fucking matter. But it is weird in a bedroom. Like, you know what I mean? Like, garage, I say, fucking graffiti. Yeah. But like a home. I, I, want, Martha, I want a Martha Stewart home, and I want a crackhead garage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> this, this, you know, there's just, uh, there's no rules to life, but there's guidelines. You just got to do some things. It feels better to a clean home. My home right now is dirt. It's not even that dirty. I've it, you've seen worse, but like I don't like it. It's got to be picked up. I don't like that my all weather proof vans are right there. Cost an extra ten dollars. <laughs> so these are the first generation of all weather proof vans, and let me tell you, they are not weatherproof. <laughs> but the later generations, I was looking at them, and I was gonna buy some. There, those are for sure weatherproof. But they did. I bought a pair, 
and my feet are too big and they just look hideous. And even Sadie was like, you just look funny. <laughs> this fucking sucks. I have a size 12 foot on this, a 5'11 body. <laughs> you know? You have a size 13, 14? 14. 14. It matches you. Yeah. The carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> this fucking canoe, sideshow Bob foot, <laughs> if it's not a black shoe, I'm toast. Because I bought, they have really cute all weatherproof vans that look like boots, like diehard boots or Carhartt boots, Timberlands. You know, diehard's a movie, but I think they make boots too. <laughs> Can't tell if I'm high or if I've actually owned some <laughs> diehard boots. I feel it. And anyhow, they're cute as shit. Put them on. My girl just started laughing. I was like, damn, you can't laugh. There is diehard yeah. boots. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I was like, that's one of my favorite movies. Did I just make that up? <laughs> and uh, they looked ridiculous. They look like boats. And it draws a lot of attention to my feet. And with, and, and I returned them. And I really wanted them. And I almost went back and bought them again. It's like, you returned these. <laughs> they look so bad you returned them. Why would you get them again? I want... I want to be two inches taller or have two inches smaller foot. <laughs> I'm fine with my extra medium cock. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I was saying, you know, I wish, I was saying, most people are like, I just wish I had a bigger dick. Uh-huh. So, you know, <laughs> whatever. This is what happens when you're raised into a bar. Into a bar. I grew up into a bar, a pole right into my leg. Brass hurt like hell. <laughs> okay, now we're doing gibberish. <laughs> Should have ended it earlier. Should have ended it earlier. What else did I want to talk about? Anything positive to touch topics on? What am I saying? I said the datomy of dance on the drive home from the airport when I was trying to read the Academy of Dance, and then I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. Because it was 100% on purpose. Because Sadie started taking all these dance lessons. And then I looked. I was like, oh, look, the dad of me a dance. And then I just started cracking up. And then she started cracking up. I was like, oh, fuck. See, it's for cookie. That's good enough for me. Mm. I need to say that more. I'm so grateful now that all my shows are selling out. Affirmations. Standards. Morning pages have been of godsend. Keep doing them, people. I, I, I slacked a couple days, but then I bounced back. Uh, it just, I don't know what it does. Quite, quite, uh, quite lovely. You stop giving a shit about all the shit you kind of wish you stopped giving a shit about. Said shit a lot in that analogy, but I meant it and it made sense. You're like, oh, I'm not worried about that anymore. Marijuana has anti-cocoa properties. Mm-hmm. I knew God sent it to me <laughs> at the right time. Did you see that article? Yes. Yeah. So who needs to cut back? Not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hunter Holt cut back severely. I haven't checked that on him in a minute. But he cut back. Good job. He said just at night's. Yeah, I like what I you need to follow say. suit. 
used to say, like, after all your shit's done and you want to watch Lord of the Rings, you smoke a joint. It seemed mm-hmm. like the most reasonable. It's fair. It's fair. I hate that that's all I talk about now, but that's all I struggle with now. <laughs> Anyhow, there's enough stoners in this world that need to hit, hear that over and over and over again. <laughs> You're right. Well, it can be applied with anything in life. That's also why it's uh, relevant. Whether it's uh, fucking working out. You can be a jarhead where it's bad. Was that? I think, yeah, it was West Hollywood. That lady that walked everywhere that was completely ripped, but she was off her rocker and only exercise. Like, she was poor because she only exercised. Did you ever ring up? Super tan. She was cute, too, but then you talk to her at the demo booth, and then you're like, oh, shit. Hmm. And then, because uh, would you transfer, I mean, like, work at other stores when they needed you? Yeah. Yeah, I did, too. And then I would be like, oh, you come to this store and do that, too? And then I was like, you come. And I was like, oh, you're nuts. You just yeah. visit all the Trader Joe's and hang out at the coffee booth. But no one picks up on it because, like, you're cute. And, you know, most of the other people that do that are uh, transient or fucking completely off their rock. <laughs> I bring that up because this girl was completely addicted to working out, and I never really saw that hurt someone's life. And I was like... I mean, no one knows who she is, but she paid with EBT. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I was on it too, but it's like, how are you exercising eight hours a day? And uh, it's like, get a job. <laughs> get a fucking job. You know what I mean? Yeah, turn that love of exercise into a job. There's yeah, that's exactly easy. Oh, you, you're right. There it is. Be a personal trainer. Bam, bam, boom. At least when I was unemployed on the welfare, I was a drug addict. I had an excuse. You're addicted to jogging. <laughs> what? <laughs> Crazy. It's just mental illness. Okay, one more positivity push. Um, channeling the great Brody Stevens. That's. He was a positive push, man. But boy, that was a dark ending. Oh, no. <laughs> this isn't positive. I'm trying to be positive. Right, fuck it. We'll just end it. I love you all. Thank you very much. Keep your heads up out there. I know it's weird. I know we're all fed up with this shit. You heard it in what I spoke about today. And we're all dealing with it and going through it on the daily. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Just keep your head up and smile. Have more conversations. Most of us are all out on the same page of rationality in the middle ground of fairness and not these weird extremes of red and blues and uh, or, or whatever it's getting to now and uh, just stay sane stay safe fucking uh, morning pages you morning pages <laughs> yeah I don't know Let's keep your head up out there it's pretty good even though it's pretty weird it's still good it's all perspective Anarchy. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I love you all. Thank you. Like, subscribe, tweet, subscribes. Some fuck. (laughs) I see you in the comments too. I'm reading them. I'm sorry. I'm just a lazy sack and I don't get out there and respond to everybody. It's fucking hard, man. I just am one dude and uh, I got a lot of shit to do. And I see it though and I love you. I love all the feedback and positivity. I see you out there. God bless.